The views and opinions on this station do not necessarily represent the Panhandle News Network, WEPM and WCST, or West Virginia Radio Corporation. Here we go! Welcome to Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Sutton and Janelle Attorneys at Law. Visit their new location at 224 West King Street, Martinsburg, and online at suttonandjanelle.com. Here are your hosts of the 2022 WVBA Talk Show of the Year, Jordan Nicewarner and Marcia Kavalik. It is Tuesday the 1st, and you're tuned in to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm, so West Virginia and Maryland, helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs, family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, mediation. Uh, you can always trust on the people, the good fine folks over at Sutton and Janelle, uh, to get you settled away. So you can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Nice Warner. Alongside me is Marsh Kavalik, who is doing her best uh, IT impression, going trying to figure out uh, the proper headphones to wear, because apparently it seems like we got uh, a couple dodgy headphones this morning, which for the first of the month, uh, I guess you can kind of get away with that. But how you doing, Marsha? Hey, oh, I'm here. I didn't think. I thought here you were back already. <laughs> Can All you right. now, Sheriff? Still no. No. Well, that's I think weird. those headphones have a short in them. But anyways, what? joining us uh, on the show to get things started, someone that can uh, barely hear us. Yep, looks like those wires might be a little frayed. Right. Uh, but it is Sheriff. IT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll we'll get you we'll get you some good ones here, but it's Berkeley County Sheriff Nathan Harvard. Sheriff, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys? <laughs> We're doing all right. Doing okay. As you can tell, it's a little crazy in here uh, in here this morning. We'll but do without headphones. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll let Sheriff uh, get his uh, headphones uh, figured away there. But how you doing, Marsha? How was your Halloween last night? It was quiet. It always is. We never get. We really never get trick-or-treaters but you were really busy oh yeah it was over up in the, the Marlowe area with my uh, sister and brother-in-law and nieces and nephews and man they were uh, having a blast walking around that neighborhood is huge uh, it's way bigger than I ever remember it being when they first moved in there uh, but walked around it was like almost a mile and a half walk he figured um, it out. Wow. Nice. Well, nice to... Can you Sheriff, hear? Sheriff, also yeah, IT. Yeah, I get a part-time job now. There okay, we go. IT so professional. We always need someone on the board. So. <laughs> Better than not me. That, I would have just wrapped it up in tape and then not kept the sheriff, Not that the sheriff doesn't have other things to do. How did it go last <laughs> night from a public safety perspective? Because it was rainy and um, foggy mm. and all that too, right? Yeah. It, you know, it, it helps um, because I think it, it, it helps kind of, uh, you know, filter through those that want to do, you know, some crazy shenanigans and whatnot and kind of dampers the ideas of that with the, the weather and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I've stopped at a few places and, you know, God bless the, the folks that were doing the trunk or treats. A lot mm-hmm. of the places of worship that were, at, were out there were doing it. They hung out with it and, and stuck it through just to, you know, give our kids a safe place to do that. I think with those trucker treats too is why you see a little bit of the decline of the normal traditional kind of walking around uh, trick or treat stuff because well it's so much easier it's safer you know everything's con- in a controlled area with the trucker treats you and, know. right and uh, you're not you're just sending the kid up to a door to knock or you know if somebody's sitting out there but um, uh, it did seem like there was I mean it was a tough day for trick or treat with it being rainy and whatnot but it did seem like it was still a pretty uh, popular day around the area yeah. yeah it was it was it was quiet and. To, to the best of my knowledge, pretty safe. Well, is good. your littlest one into getting dressed for trick-or-treating? Or? Well, so 
Uh, she's my little one. Mm-hmm. Oh, she, uh, she she was adorable. She, we did a, a, a trunk or treat, and uh, she's into these unicorns though. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Ange put her. She 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 had this. You put your first two feet in, and the unicorn. The front of the unicorn's out in front oh, of you, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's the other two feet. So as long as you hold on to this, it looks <laughs> like you're riding the unicorn. So she was in her own euphoria world of unicorns oh, that day. Gosh. She loved it. Smiles to ears. ears. Um, she posted on Facebook some of the pictures, so but she was adorable. Do you ever go up and give any of the little guys and gals high fives if they're dressed up in like oh, you know, a police uniform or anything? Yeah, absolutely. I, I even shared a post from, uh, I, believe, I believe it was Jackson uh, County uh, Sheriff's Department, mm-hmm. how they were, if they were to catch any of the young ones wearing a law enforcement uniform uh, due to low shortage of manpower, <laughs> you were required to work a shift. <laughs> So it was. It was pretty good. If you can reach good. the pedals, I had to do, share that one. That's hilarious. You in a cruiser. So how is manpower, by the way? How are you guys doing with staffing? You know, we just uh, are. We have a few vacancies simply because of retirement, and uh, I just did an exit interview on a, a deputy who's just moving on to a different uh, discipline in, in their lives, especially with what uh, you know was more conducive for their family, and he's got kids and whatnot. So just had a discussion with him. I'm very proud that, uh, you know, after doing exit interviews, that it's not us that they're leaving for, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. it's not anything negative that they're, they're leaving. Some retired, some, like I said, has changed uh, job disciplines, but uh, we have a few vacancies and we had our largest turnout ever uh, since I've taken office uh, just this past weekend. Uh, I think there was 28 uh, applicants Usually we have 12, maybe nine. Uh, you, you guys have made some changes in the way that you're able to recruit and who you're able to transfer in absolutely, yeah. at certain levels. Talk mm-hmm. about that a little bit. So if you're out of state, if you're coming to us from Maryland or Virginia, you know we're going to look at your credentials. We're going to look at your training certifications. We'll put you in front of the Lepsis board in Charleston. They'll talk to you, and then generally you'll take a three-week course um, uh, in the academy. Uh, if you are a lateral transfer uh, resident of the state of West Virginia, we'll look at your where you're coming from and, and we'll save taxpayers money by not having to go through the whole mm-hmm. gamut of testing. We'll accept your, your uh, if there's not a certified list uh, available at the time through civil service code, then we can actually hire you and uh, you <laughs> go through a medical examination and a written examination and we call it good after an abbreviated background right. course. Huh. Well, that's that not a bad gig. Makes yeah. it quicker, too. Yeah. Right? So, and the council, uh, the county council, and the local Berkeley County Civil Service have made that possible because we had to come to an agreement. You don't start off at square one when right. you come to us. Well, how many years of service do you bring? So, we can pay you a starting salary of six years uh, if you come to us. So, huh. it, it, that has filled us up on more. Uh, on a handful of occasions, we've been fully staffed. Yes. This what is the are, first time we've had vacancies for a long time. What are you hearing from the people who are coming in? Why do, why do they want to come to this particular jurisdiction? They love the, what we're doing. Uh, we're actually getting ready to release. It's in its final touches right now, a recruitment video. I was very proud to have watched the footage and personal interviews that were on there. And some of those, I'll quote, um, uh, one of the deputies said that he came from Kanawha County simply because of what was being advertised on social media. That well, that's uh, a heck we, of a move. Yeah, we we stand behind our men and women. We promote the good that they're doing. Um, it's one of those praise in public, mm-hmm. discipline private type of uh, mentalities. Uh, he liked the leadership. He liked the equipment, everything that was being supplied, um, and and loved the opportunities to train. So he he decided to 
move up five hours. So. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, that's a pretty significant kind of life move mm-hmm. to go from Kanawha County all the way up to here. Mm-hmm. But it shows uh, that there's a good, uh, to take a sports phrase, good culture uh, mm-hmm. here with the Berkeley County Sheriff's Department. And it seems like they're out and they're busy, your deputies, because I'm looking here on your Facebook page a few days ago. Uh, and we hear this from Chief Swartwood a lot, a just what could be a benign traffic stop turns mm-hmm. into a pretty big bust. It is, it is. And I've you know we've tried to update our deputies as much as possible. We see a shift from p- plant-based drugs to synthetics. Saying these pills look like they're pretty well handmade and then pretty big pills too. Yeah, we're getting a, a bunch of counterfeit. Yeah, uh, say for example, Percocets. They they're blue. They're stamped uh, exactly like Percocets, but they're not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're we're out there trying to be as productive, proactive as possible, and educate the public at the same time on this shift. I'm seeing here over $1,000 recovered, two containers with meth, 10 caps of heroin, uh, marijuana, uh, two, a word I can't pronounce, but two pills, uh, clonazepam. Clonazepam. There we go. Mm -hmm. Like you said. Uh, And that's, I mean, that's a significant stop. Yeah. And then we're seeing a lot of benzodiazepine uh, drugs out there that will be combined, that are being combined in, in a concoction and sold uh, as well. Gone are the days where cartels and dealers are like uh, uh, value the returning customer. Mm-hmm. Like don't don't kill your customer type uh, of mentality. Uh, they no longer care about that. The profit has superseded that. Um, so we're 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 in it for the long haul, and we're fighting it head on. So we know that a lot of these tra- these traffic stops happen on I eighty one, which is a thoroughfare. People going from point A to point B. What is your um, your, your perspective on whether or not a lot of these drugs are making it into the county? Well, uh, I can honestly say that there are uh, subtle rumors that. Uh, folks trafficking uh, are actually taking different routes around Berkeley County. No way. County. Well, that's got to so, feel kind of good, right? And it does feel kind of good um, you know, if we're deviating that, but uh, make no mistake about it. Um, we can't be everywhere at once. It is coming into the county. We have found it in the county. We haven't experienced a certain uh, like rainbow fentanyl or anything like mm-hmm. that or major benzodiazepines uh, type of drugs. Uh, yet, and I say yet because it's just not happened here yet, but it, it will. Wow. So you uh, you all got these uh, traffickers and people thinking twice to come through the area. Yeah, I think they go on my Facebook page, too, to, <laughs> to see if it's their stuff we got. So I'm, huh. I'm well aware of that, too. Well, how, how like... I don't, I don't know what the word I want to use here, but how crazy is that kind of cat and mouse now, especially with social media, where, of course, you're going to post, you know, busting things like that. And, of course, you know, uh, these dealers and different people have the access to see that. So is that when you mm-hmm. post these busts, I mean, of course, you want the public to know about, you know, what you're finding and what you're taking off the street. But are you also sending that out there to be like, hey, fellas, look, we know we got you. We're on your tail. We know what's going on. Well, I, you know, I, I I'm a big advocate of sending a strong message up front, be aggressive on our approach and, you know, to the dealers out there, challenge accepted. We will take everything that you got. Um, you have profited from the, 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 uh, you know, um, taking lives and knowingly taking lives and selling poison on our street just to make sure that your product is stronger than the next one before you or to your left or to your right. You bring a gun with you, so you bring gun violence into this county. I'm here to tell you that that we're not going to stand for it. We'll take every absolutely everything that you have when we find you. So uh, our guest this morning, Berkeley County Sheriff Nathan Harmon, I know that sometimes when you post those big busts and you've got these pictures of of uh, illicit drugs and sometimes there are pictures of marijuana and mm-hmm. in it, invariably there will be someone 
some medicine that says, why are you going after the marijuana and all that? Mm. Well, we just had in, uh, off I-64 downstate mm-hmm. a little bit, um, two, two people killed in a, in a head-on collision, uh, two mm-hmm. other people in the car seriously mm-hmm. injured, and the driver was impaired mm-hmm. after taking hits from THC. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what's so, up with that? So uh, it, we, could, we could probably talk all week mm-hmm. and do it in different segments about the marijuana industry. Mm-hmm. I will advocate a specific book that I'm currently reading. It's called Smokescreen. It's written by uh, Kevin Sarbet, Dr. Kevin Sarbet. He actually goes into a very methodical and detailed approach in terms of looking at the marijuana industry and how there's a bunch of desensitization going on out there with medical marijuana mm-hmm. pilot programs. And then saying that this plant is just a plant. It grows on Mother Earth. It's, there's nothing wrong with this. But if you think about the initiates that occur in the past, like the 70s, Woodstock dope marijuana had 0.3%. What you're looking at now has 99.9 potency in it. So when Colorado legalized it, what went up? Because a lot of the smoke screens that are out there, they'll have you believe, well, you know, you legalize it, government can tax it, everybody makes a profit. Well, he goes into the corruption of that as well. Who's getting the licensing? Who gets gets through the red tape faster? Well, if you're a congressman that has a family member, has an uncle that has a brother, sister who wants to get into that industry, well, guess what happens? There's already been legal action taken against those that have dabbled illegally into that stuff. So, you know, again, I could talk a long, long time about that, but what you're dealing with now is THC cartridges. Uh, uh, you have illegal products being sold and Ill, uh, improperly labeled like Delta 8, Delta 9, or Delta 10, which is technically from the hemp plant, but it's the same derivative from actual marijuana. It's just the federal government hasn't illegalized it yet. Well, you saw that back in the day with spice and different things, too. Yeah. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. people find a way to get around it. All that is synthetic. Mm-hmm. So you got bath salts that are supposed to replace meth. You've got spice and, and, and K2 or mm-hmm. whatever it was called that were supposed to replace marijuana. All those are man-made synthetics. Imagine this. You can easily make this product in your bathtub. Yep. Versus growing a plant, having it mature it, grow it, nurture it, and then hopefully Mother Nature or law enforcement doesn't seize it. Right. That's the difference. And that's the shift that we're going to see, and the cartels know that. Well, again, we're speaking with Berkeley County Sheriff Nathan Harmon. Uh, well, what else you got going on uh, around? You guys, of course, are busy out fighting crime and taking all the bad guys off the street, but you got other stuff going on, too. Yeah, it, you know, I'm proud to say that as of today, we have started our joint effort with West Virginia uh, Child Advocacy Network. Uh, WV can you can find it on my Facebook page our departments participating with it um, these folks uh, throughout the mountain state have child advocacy offices that help uh, children in either forensic interviewing multidisciplinary teams that, that provide uh, mental hygiene support and resources for the families uh, expert testimony advocacy services and even case reviews and basically they're the conduit that helps law enforcement and child protective services get these kids the help uh, that they need and, and get them started on the right track we've helped over they've helped i say we but i feel like part of it mm-hmm. they've helped over seven thousand children uh, in in the past uh, uh five years it's been there's literally been a huge jump uh, in the increase, and you can imagine what COVID did to yeah. those services uh, and, and the abuse. I mean, the abuse that are seen in, in school 
And those mandatory reporters, when you didn't have school, who was reporting it then? Nobody. So, I mean, there's been a, a huge uptick in it, and we're glad to support this effort. It started out with Jefferson County Sheriff's Office. Shout out to them. I hope I, we beat you this year. Oh. Um, just, just a simple challenge there. Uh, please, think- everybody in the community, if you can reach out and donate, just go to uh, – the uh, noshave.childhswv.org. Go to the teams. You'll find Berkeley County Sheriff's Department, BCSD, and please donate. So wait, hold on. You you came in with Scruff. Did you did you get started early? No, well, uh, over the weekend. Is that, yeah, that counts. That counts. It's, that's like, it's like Saturday, so okay. yeah, that's fine. And right. and uh, you know, I I don't really grow. I'm not that you know lumberjack style growing beard <laughs> person. So none of this will look good come November ask, 25th. I was going to ask you what kind of beard are we to expect it's, from it's it? Kind of blotchy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the best is when you see you know you do that in your coworkers and stuff, especially in your profession where you're right. clean shaven 99 percent right. of the time, and you get to see maybe a, a weaker mustache pop out from somebody or like and then you said, others are like grizzly adam in like two days you're right well it's just, so with five daughters a lot of gray in, yeah. the, oh. in the beard so <laughs> no one's i look distinguished you. my wife says so i, I have one yeah, more distinguished. question that's can, right. can, that's can right. i can yeah I absolutely more? okay so we had jb mccuskey on state auditor and we were talking about this whole switch beginning today um if someone is in arrears on their uh 2021 real estate taxes for the county i know part of your mm-hmm. the arm of your uh, sheriff's office is that tax assessment aspect but um so have you guys been getting many calls at your office as far as anyone who's been in arrears who now has to make uh that uh right with the auditor's office instead of yours mm-hmm. yeah, no, i wouldn't say a lot of calls and i'd like to contribute that to uh one thing that i came in office wanting to do a lot more of and that's communicating with the public if you look on our our uh uh, Berkeley County Sheriff Facebook page, you'll see that we put out a, 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 such a notice. Uh, and I think communicating those those notices is, is hugely important. That's just keeping up with the times. And then we've got awesome workers there at the tax office. I'm sure that they've received a, a, a large amount of phone calls with questions. And and uh, I have, because they're so good, they, they try not to trouble me with it. But when it comes down to very meticulous questions then we look into it i have not received a lot of those for the most part our tax office has been doing a really really good job i mean a lot of times people get surprised that they didn't have the the world-class accountant doing their property management like they thought they did and they they, you know and we understand those mistakes are no response you know it's not their fault so you know the unfortunate part is until statutory code changes to address these the you know, old tax codes change to address these these issues and give some leeway to the citizen, which I'm going to work towards this coming year. Is you know until that happens, we have to follow state code. That's that's something I hate telling people that oh, I can't give you a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we're speaking with Berkeley County Sheriff Nathan Harmon, and unfortunately, we do have to get uh, to our first break of the hour here, but I want you to let people know, again, because you are looking to bolster the uh, ranks a little bit, how they can get in touch with you, and if they have any you know, questions or need more information. Yeah, you can reach us at 304-267-7000. Uh, of course, uh, Brandy Sullen, she's she's always available. Uh, she's my my right hand and my left, so uh, if you, you want to meet with me, let's, uh, let's sit down, let's meet. If you have any questions whatsoever, please visit the social media pages uh, out there and stay informed. I appreciate everybody's support. Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us this morning, Sheriff Harmon. Stick around for more Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. It's Panhandle Live, the voice of the Panhandle. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marcia Kavalik. 
Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland. You can visit their historic location at downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. And Marsha, it's not a changing market. It's a changed market when we're talking about real estate and the home buying and selling process. And when it comes to real estate, you need a team that has some experience, right? You don't need me because I'm not going to know. I'm just going to tell you get online and uh, click around a little bit. Uh, but you need somebody <laughs> that's got some experience, right? Liz McDonald and the Dandridge Group, uh, they know how to help you buy or sell your homes. Uh, you know, I mean, interest rates are going up. Curiosity is going up. Let's keep that stress down. Now you're buying or selling your home and contact Liz McDonald. Now you can sell your home, but this is for top dollar. Before you take an instant offer from another company, make sure you know what your home is worth and hit up my friend Liz McDonald of the Dandridge Realty Group. She can give you an immediate cash offer for your home without all the large hidden fees, or she can help you negotiate to get the most money out of the sale of your home. So you can call the only agent that I would trust with the sale of my house, and that is Liz McDonald. You can get in touch with her by calling her today at 304-885-7645. Or you can Google the Dandridge Realty Group. That's Google the Dandridge Realty Group and get top dollar for your home. And there are certainly a lot of houses out and about uh, that were all decorated up for Halloween. And now all of a sudden, they're gone. There is there's a home. I was telling you about this off mic. There's a home in Inwood that um, they, they probably have enough figures like skeletons, zombies, to it's a small village in and of itself and i would not want to be them this morning trying to like put those away well what i thought was uh was pretty interesting uh over my sister's um neighborhood was that one of the houses in her neighborhood had tons of stuff up right they padded mm-hmm. up all you know halloween season long there was different things out in the yard there were skeletons hanging from like different windows it was pretty impressive their uh setup and their trick or treat went from like 6 to 8 right mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, by 8 o'clock, that house had zero Halloween decorations. That is the picture of efficiency. I mean, it's incredible. It was incredible to me. So now, if you drove by today, would it be like... It would just be just blank. Okay, so so it's not Christmas. No, it is not. Yeah, that's the thing. I'd have been a little, not upset, but I mean, like, what? If they were already putting Christmas lights up. My cousin is, like, Christmas crazy, and she posted that her son finished up Halloween, like, trick-or-treating last night and said, Mm -hmm. hey, I'm not sad because guess what happens tomorrow? And she goes, what? We get to put up our Christmas decorations. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so when do your Christmas day? Do you wait until I do you do a Thanksgiving? Usually after Thanksgiving. So you, you decorate yeah. for Thanksgiving and things like that? Yeah. Yeah. As, yeah. as you should. I, as one yeah, should, extend I think. Extend the season. Yeah. So, But I'm not sure when our friends at today's 97.5 will start their Christmas music, but I think it'll be after the middle of the month. Well, I saw some uh, I saw some posts on Facebook today where um, a couple stations around the area, okay, I don't know what the call letters are or anything, but they're already playing Christmas music as of today. Okay, which I, I, I get I, it, but it's a little uh, early. Little I love early. Christmas music. I do, but this feels early. Yeah. Like, like, it's All Saints Day, right? I think it's, yeah, All Saints Day. Is it today? Yeah, All Saints or All Souls. I think it's All Saints Day. First day of... Oh, it's first day of uh, American Indian Heritage Month. All right. Didn't realize that. Then maybe it is all Saints I was Day. so glad to change the calendar. You you watched me. I was <laughs> giddy about changing the calendar. I saw you take a real nice deep breath as you did it too. Which, oh my uh, gosh. October, yes, today is All Saints Day. Yeah. October in the in the rear view is a good thing. <laughs> oh, so you got to go to Mass today? Um, If you're Catholic, yeah. that's a holy day of obligation. Yeah. yeah. 
And they have this, usually there's this huge list, this litany, because I, I married into a Catholic right. family, um, this litany of they'll, they'll, go, they'll sing the names of the Let's saints. See. Roman Catholics and Eastern Orthodox Christians believe that saints have special powers to help people. People celebrate the, the saints by lighting candles on All Saints Day, lighting candles and going to church. In some places, people bring flowers. Uh, cemeteries, clean the graves of loved ones for All Saints Day. Very so Halloween gets all the attention, but it's actually All Hallows Eve. Eve. So it's the Eve of All right. Saints Day. So huh. yeah. Well, I did not know that. Yeah. So you learn you learn a thing. I did. Yeah. I did. And uh, another thing I learned, uh, and I guess I never realized this last year, or maybe I just didn't drive around enough. But War Memorial Park right now, it's oh, a little foggy goodness. still, so might might not be able to tell too much. But the trees that are that are off in full blaze, mm-hmm. and I drove through there yesterday afternoon, and it was so pretty through uh, War Memorial Park. Take some pictures. I didn't even realize it. Yeah. Well, if you got any pictures out there of um, you know, your fall foliage in your neighborhood, or maybe you were driving around and we're like, man, I got to take a picture of those trees. We need some eye candy. Yeah, I got to see some because all I can see is well, Marsha, and then through the window. <laughs> Is uh, a fence and fog, and that's mm-hmm. it. So uh, you got to brighten our day up a little bit, especially with the first day of the month. Send us a text, 304-263-4321, 304-263-4321. If you got any pictures of the fall foliage, send them to us, all right, because I want to check them out. So I went out uh, with my daughter to Oars yesterday, uh, which is a good time to get, like, now is a good, really good time. It's always a good time, but, like, now all the field trips are done. So it's kind of, it's like the local. It's like when you go yeah. to uh, like Morgantown or College Town when breaks on. And you, yeah, and you see the locals yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like they still have all their props up and all that, mm-hmm. or they did yesterday. And um, oh my goodness! So I got, I got half of a pie. I got half of an apple pie, and my husband. He not a fan. He wanted the whole pie. So He's like, did you run like, out where's of money? My pee? Where's my half? <laughs> that was so. And love too that the uh, that Miss West Virginia. Showed mm-hmm. us some love, shared a picture of us um, because she was gracious enough to stop by yesterday. And I will say, in all honesty, I am a cow next to Miss West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, uh, what, a I was certified a forklift things. operator, certified fork which she operator. said could work on a farm. Yeah, I was DOT. Yeah. Somebody said I was West Virginia DOT. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, all kinds of you different things. You had a lot things. of fun with that. Yeah, it was fun. Well, and then people kept uh, sending me like or texting me to say to see the picture or whatever. And they were like, yeah, you looked like just a normal blue-collar worker. And I was yeah. like, maybe. And then well, another then friend you, of mine was sitting, he was in a meeting. <laughs> he sent a video. He was in a meeting and uh, down in Charlotte. And you could hear like some construction going on. Mm-hmm. He was like, somebody needs to figure out why they're doing construction at like 8 a.m., whatever it was. And I was like, hey, I got a white helmet on. I'm the boss. If you need me to call, <laughs> I'll call the foreman and get it figured out for you if you need to. I think you got a little too into the character. <laughs> it's the, it was the hard hat. It was the hard hat and the gloves. <laughs> Are you keeping the hard hat? Of course. Okay. Of course. I got enough hoarder in me. I'm, I'm going to keep that. Okay. You never know when you're going to need a hard hat. I mean, the gloves are the definitely the ones. I'm those keeping. were really handy. Those, those are applicable to awesome. your to your studio work. So yeah. those gloves were awesome. But goodness, if you were out about doing trick or treat and the uh, well neighborhood was pretty because of fall foliage, or uh, you want to send us your holiday Halloween holiday uh, pictures, do that. All right. 304-263-4321. 304-263-4321 is the text line. we got to step aside. We'll be back for more Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. You are listening to my Uncle Don Massa on WEPM. 
Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm serving us Virginia and Maryland. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Icewinner. Alongside me is Marsh Kavalik. And my goodness, little Caden that you just heard right there, my middle <laughs> nephew, was so excited to be Link from the uh, Legend of Zelda series. He's obsessed with that on his Switch. He played it the whole night, and he made sure I watched him play it the whole night, which I thought was kind of funny. But he had a little shield, a little sword, and then he wanted me to carry the shield, but he was upset that it wouldn't fit on my back, so I had to just carry it like this the whole time. Like uh, in front of me, but it was fun. It, it's, so you, it's, had, you had fun, like yeah. Trick or I always love trick or treat, but then of course you get to that age where you're you're old and you're like, yeah, trick or treat's lame, and then you don't you stop dressing up, mm-hmm. and you stop you know just doing the trick or treat altogether. It's fun to do it with the little one, especially the little niece too. She was waddling around and uh, going up and asking everybody for candy. Oh, yeah. I, I love that. Um, at our station, most I think everyone, pretty much everyone, got into it. Everybody that was here. I think yeah. some of the salespeople didn't, but they're out and about doing everything, so it's yeah, kind of tough for them to dress up. <laughs> you imagine somebody dressed up like a scarecrow or something, yeah. <laughs> walking into some office trying to get you to spend some money with them. Like, I promise I don't look like this every day. I don't Honestly, look like this every day. Um, oh, but I did see this, uh, right. Marsha. Of course, this is past now. Uh, they should be in school at this right. point. They are, and they, they did an update at 7 o'clock. <clears throat> but you may have heard on our, our, our mm-hmm. news product that Berkeley County Schools just made the decision to have a two-hour delay today because of sporadic uh, power outages in the county. It turns out a lot of them were focused on the southern end of the county, mm-hmm. but um, they just decided to do that and just kind of it bought them a little time to figure out, you know, if this was pervasive or not. So then after that two-hour delay, students should be back in class as normal. But um, thanks to Berkeley County Schools because they they let me know, like, I think oh, perfect. it was like 530 or something Oof. this morning. So. Are they that quick when it's coming up to snow time? They hit yeah. you that quick? Yeah, they're pretty quick. Like, well, uh, Rona and I are usually here pretty early in the morning, mm-hmm. and, and the phone calls just start coming. You know, they, there's so many great ways that they can communicate with their parents and all that, but we really appreciate that they also know that there are some people who just, oh. grandparents or whatever, oh, that may yeah. not be texting with the school system or on Facebook or whatever, and, and uh, it's it's good to know that, oh, why are the school buses out at, you know, 8.30 instead right. of 6.30 this morning? Yeah. I mean, I remember as a kid, uh, especially when it was uh, wintertime, I mean, my mom and my parents would wake up to the radio and they'd hear the <laughs> broadcast if the school was out. Uh, sometimes it'd take a little while, so then you rush downstairs and you're eating your breakfast, but you're staring at the logo that was 25 Alive mm-hmm. at the time. Uh, you're standing there, you're eating your cereal, missing your mouth because you're staring at the ticker on mm-hmm. the bottom to see if your school comes by or right. your county. And the, the great rejoicing oh. is like Washington County School. Yeah, the great rejoice is a great disappointment when uh. it goes by and you <laughs> still have to go to school. Because you'd yeah. have to wait all the way down the alphabet. Oh, yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. So, uh, man, gone are those days. And you can just get on Twitter real quick or Facebook. It's like, oh, okay. I will tell you, one of the, one of the um, early years of, of teaching, I was teaching in a middle school and um, we had this bizarre winter where we had i think it was 21 snow days oh yeah i remember that um well, and yeah yeah i would have been in school then yeah maybe yeah. um and i uh, and i will tell you it it was almost just as much of a relief for the teachers because <laughs> if uh if i'm remembering right uh of course i was in maryland schools then but um they had to extend our day so we didn't right. have all year round Put school. Put a few extra minutes on. Right. Or we few, did like, a reading, like a reading club at the mm-hmm. end of every day, and it was like an hour or something. And that's how they got away from not literally having us in school all right. year round. Because all the technically snow days. in West Virginia, you're supposed to have 180 days of instruction. So they, they had to get pretty creative. Yeah. Um, uh, more than one year, more than just that year in particular. But um, 
it's it's hard to know how how much that impacts a kid because back then we couldn't set them on their computers and yeah we would know, sit back there and read snow packs <laughs> yeah. remember snow packs that's uh, what we what no. we sent home snow packs. i mean i'm sure we did like yeah, i'm sure we it did. was just basically work worksheets yeah. oh yeah so um and of course one of the things that is in um it's sharp focus in West Virginia, as it is in other states, is the NAEP, the National Academic Assessment uh, tests that went out that showed really, um, you know, hard, hard data about yeah, it was um, tough to look at, reading and math. Yeah. And so um, one of the, the folks that was interviewed from Metro News, like this one on the school board. I think it may have been the head of the school board for the state said, mm-hmm. we just need to get back to the basics. And I think he also said that they stink. They suck. That's suck. Yeah, yeah, they suck. Not going to sugarcoat it. They uh-uh. suck. No. So uh, a couple things to, to uh, pass along. Hopefully that traffic um, uh, issue d- down in South Berkeley County is done because they were laying the beams for the new bridge there at the... Um, oh, is that the <laughs> light the at the end of the tunnel? Hopefully. Well, we're still working on our sec- our fourth roundabout. Is it the fourth? Ugh, yeah. I don't know. There's a new um, one every day. Yeah. So we, have a, we had a new roundabout that was unveiled in the last month near Taylor's on... 51 and we're going to get another one closer to the interstate and um so that'll be fun but uh for today the uh, west virginia division of highways has uh, let us know to let you guys know that the slow lane will be closed on northbound i-81 between mile markers 14 and 16 from 7 p.m today to 6 tomorrow morning to allow for pavement repairs i saw them out there getting set up this morning too so my question when it comes to that kind of stuff is like, I get why they, you know, the scheduling and things, but why can't they just do it at like, I don't know, one o'clock in the morning to six o'clock in the morning? Well, that they do. They're closing it. Well, you're saying they shouldn't close it at like seven or eight in the evening. Yeah. Like yeah. do it in those hours where, I mean, it's obvious that there's not as much traffic. I mean, you're never not yeah. going to have any traffic right. on 81, but keep it out of the you know rush hour hours. Yeah. But by that time they get all their equipment out there, they kind of. It'd be a waste of time to only be out there a couple hours, I yeah. think. So anyway, they're smarter than we are about yes. all that stuff. So hopefully <laughs> they'll be able to um, get the work done. And, then, and you know, it's great to see the progress. Um, also, speaking of progress, um, this is kind of interesting. Later this month, and I can say later this month because it's thankfully November, <laughs> um, the, the West Virginia legislature will be in interim meetings at Cape and State Park. Oh, taking that's the show right. On the road. That is right. I forgot they were doing that. So um, I'm, I'm going to try to see if we can get either on the scene. Yeah, go, I'd love to go. Like, I have yet to go to Cape Park. Maybe they'll invite us to Brecky. That would be awesome. <laughs> so I've yet to go. I've yet to make it to Cape and I've, I guess, gone around you it. I love it. Yeah, I guess You'd I've been Kikapen. near it, going to Berkeley Springs and such. you got to go past it or almost through it, right? <laughs> Yeah, 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 pretty. So if you're if you're going like five twenty two, yeah, yeah, yeah five twenty two yeah. down to um, I look like I'm doing like a <laughs> Florida, Florida yeah. state. Um, anyway, if you go down uh, five, I'm um, direct, I'm um, motion down yeah, the road five twenty two down to you. Winchester. Yeah, um, you'll you'll pass by Capen State Park. Hmm. Anyway, um, also we may have a new best friend in the Panhandle because a million dollar Mega Millions ticket was sold. <laughs> In Shepherdstown. Yeah, hey, text us. If you want that Mega Millions, text us at 304-263-4321. Like you said, we've been lo- we try to get in touch with it. We've missed you. We've been looking for you forever. <laughs> We're your long-lost uh, niece and nephew. Ready to catch up with that coffee. <laughs> right? Yeah, Aunt Lisa was looking. For- was trying to get in touch with you. So if you text us at 304-263-4321, if you want- only if you want that Mega Millions.
But yeah, only, get only a, a Mega Millions ticket worth a million dollars was purchased at the Sheets on Martinsburg Pike in Shepherdstown. The ticket matched five numbers, but not the Mega Ball or the Mega Plier, which I'm assuming would have just like it would have been like real, real spending money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you know what the worst thing is? I heard that this morning. And then uh, I was thinking, man, you know, I think I was at that Sheets over the weekend. And, well, I was at that Sheets over oh the weekend because, gosh. well, so I have a pretty, to like, the hour routine on Shepherd home game Saturdays, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much everything is the same at the same time, same all week right. or the, every week. So before, so Friday, the night before that Saturday, uh, we were out, Luke and I, at a fo- uh, high school football game. And uh, mm-hmm. he said, hey, Bill, one of the reporters, news guys, uh, newspaper reporters at Jefferson County, he was like, hey, he knows that you stopped to get breakfast. He wanted to know if you can stop get him something on your way in tomorrow. I was like, yeah, sure. I can do that, right? Throwing off my normal schedule, mm-hmm. routine, but it was fine. So I'm in the car. I'm driving down Shepherdstown Pike. I'm on the Sheets app, right? You know, putting the order in so I could just roll right in like I normally do. You know, grab some coffee. The picture of efficiency. Right. Grab mm-hmm. the bag we're out. It takes like two seconds. Right, right, right. So uh, I usually try to get to the field, you know, a little bit before 10 in the morning, um, you know, get everything set up and have time to hang out. Uh, so I'm standing there, put the order in, standing there, standing there, still standing there. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, maybe they're just behind. It looked like there was two ladies How many working. minutes did you wait? Uh, at least 25 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I would have bailed and, uh, like way before that. Well, I went up and I was and I asked her. I was like, yeah, I think there was, she was like, I think they're working on it. I'm like, okay, so whatever, right? Uh, and then I go back up a few minutes later and she's like, yeah, we don't have anything under that name. I'm oh, like, what? Ouch, so ouch. I look at the app and I had um, ordered it at a different sheets. I'd ordered it at the one in Carneysville instead of the one in Shepherdstown. So you didn't drive to Carneysville. So that was too late at that point. So if you are a listener and you uh, either work at that Carneysville sheets or were at that sheets on a Saturday, last Saturday morning, mm-hmm. I hope you took the food because somebody needed it. And the, amount of, the amount of food that was in that thing. So you, you paid for it. Yeah, oh yeah, paid for it. Oh my gosh, you know what? It was paid for. It was free, just free food sitting there if anybody wanted it. Yeah, it balances a a DoorDash order that landed in your lap recently. (laughs) Man, I went went like six months of that happening and nobody called me out on it. And I finally get called out on it yesterday. Mm. I still don't think I'm in the wrong. At the office party. I still don't think I'm in the wrong. Well, you technically tried to to reach the DoorDash guy, right? Yeah. And I didn't know who the other person was. I don't want to say any names so I don't get caught. (laughs) <laughs> like right. actually called out. <laughs> but so, yeah. um, so, hey, uh, Real, oh, let, let's get to this last break and then we'll uh, okay. come back. So I want to want you to uh, explain some of this election stuff, too, because that's right around the corner. So stick around. We'll be back on Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. You're listening to my Uncle Doe and Marsha on Panhandle Live. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland. You can visit their historic location downtown Martinsburg or 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. Jordan Ice Warner, alongside me is Marsh Kavalik. What was Noah last night? So Noah, and funny, my mom just sent me a bunch of pictures from last night. He was a zombie uh, football player (laughs) with a ripped-up jersey with blood all over him. He had his uh, ripped-up pants. He had, like, these weird, like... Bite marks all over him. Yeah, Yuck. but uh, it, that all that all. <laughs> I went mean, off. he's adorable, but and, and green hair. The green hair is what he was really fired up about. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> and he's what seven? Yeah. <laughs> so and he wanted. I was like, dude, you got to keep that green hair for school tomorrow. And he was like, do you think mom would let me? And I was like, 
You got to ask her. I think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I think he has the green hair for school today. Um, But the funniest thing, we were walking around and um, he kept saying, he's like, I want to go up to somebody and say, trick or treat, smell my feet. (laughs) And I was like, do it, dude. I was like, dude. He's like, no. And he'd be like, he'd get himself all fired up and he'd Uh run up. He'd come back and I'd be like, did you say thank you? He's like, yes, but I didn't say trick or treat, smell my feet. He's like, I got nervous. <laughs> like, all right. So we, we're about done. And we're about done making the loop and uh, come up to one of the last houses. And um, this couple looked like they were enjoying it, right? They had music playing and whatever, mm-hmm. younger couple. I said, no, you got to do it here. I was like, it's the last that, chance. That was his window. I was like, you got to do it. Mm-hmm. He's like, you think you think mom would let me? I was like, she'll be fine. I was like, <laughs> they look like, I was like, these look like they'll be there. They'll laugh. And then uh, my sister walks over and he runs up. He's like, mom, I'm going to do it. He's like, I'm going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, say what? And then he said, <laughs> he said, trick or treats by my feet. And she goes, uh, don't say that. And I'm like, they'll be fine. And he looks, he's like, they'll be fine. <laughs> and he runs oh up. Oh my gosh. So he runs up. Uncle Doe, the bad influence. <laughs> so he sprints up to this house and uh, the the guy at the house kind of met him halfway. <laughs> and uh, I don't think he was expecting him to meet him. So he kind of just blurted it all out at one uh-huh. go. And I don't necessarily think the guy heard him. And then he comes running back. He's like, I said it, I said it, I said it. <laughs> Mission accomplished. I'm like, well, good job. Well, well done. But, uh, <laughs> but And then, of course, he said thank you afterward. Yes. Was- yes, he did. And I made him because I was, I guess, brought up the right way. Or maybe, honestly, it's because there's so many cameras on these uh at these houses nowadays okay there was a house down back in this corner of the neighborhood that just had a uh, bucket there it said help yourself mm. but it was full-size candy bars <gasps> what so it wow said, help that, yourself. Is, that is an act of faith on so, their part so noah goes running down and uh he's there for a while and i'm like oh he's taking this whole bucket of candy i know he is no, so he, wasn't. he comes running back and i and i said how many did you get he goes it said help yourself <laughs> oh! I said, "How many candy bars did you take?" He goes, five Oh! And he was like, "Wait, four <laughs> And then you can see my face. He's like, three <laughs> He's like, "I only got one for me and Eden, little, his little sister." And I said, "I see way more things in candy bars there too." I was like, "But hey, you can do what you want." I was like, "But just remember, you're probably on camera doing oh. that." And then that oh. kind of freaked him out, so he ran back and dropped. I, I, he said he dropped one off. Did he? I don't know, but. um <laughs> You never want to be, you don't want to be that kid that I've seen a couple of times now mm-hmm. on Facebook this morning, running up and taking the bowl candy uh-huh, and just, just being gone. Nobody uh-huh. wants that. Nobody wants that. No. Wants, you don't want to be that kid. Uh, well, Marsha, we only got a few minutes here. Oh, okay. Do you want to go through some of these or you want to save for tomorrow? I'm going to save it for tomorrow. Okay. Well, general election is coming up. Of course, we uh, will have you covered uh, on your all your panhandle races and West Virginia races right here on WPM and WCST. The Panhandle News Network, and uh, what does our coverage schedule look like, 7.06 it starts, and uh, that'll be um, a lot of coverage from Hoppy and the crew doing news and analysis, and then we'll have local breaks as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I think twice an hour that we'll have local breaks where we'll talk about, you know, the the local returns. And, um, of course, you can early vote right now through Saturday, and then um, after that, polls open at 6.30 on Tuesday and end at 7.30. Nice. Yeah. Well, uh, our internet's down, so I can't play oh, any music. Oh, let so me, we um, gotta, okay, I got, I got something. <laughs> we got to fill so it So we top. had Sheriff Nathan Harmon on. He was talking about uh, No Shave for the Brave. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think he gave the uh, the website. It is uh, noshave.childhswv.org. 
go to teams and you can donate to BCSD and that's you know it goes back to the to the charity but it's through the the efforts of Berkeley County uh, Sheriff's Department of course Jefferson County Sheriff's Department uh, participating as well absolutely so if you missed any of the show today you can always listen back to it a little bit later on over on our Panhandle Live Facebook and Spotify page of course we had Sheriff Nathan Harmon on and then well we've been talking just holidays Late, which uh, right. so what how many we got three weeks a month until Thanksgiving? Yeah, three weeks. Three, three weeks. weeks. Yeah. So, then, um, uh, then it's Christmas time. Yep. Woo-hoo. We're going to be talking Amendment 2 the rest of the week on uh, on Panhandle Live. So stay tuned. Absolutely. Well, that does it for us here on Panhandle Live today. Like I said, if you missed any of it, you can listen back a little bit later on. But for Marsha, I'm Jordan. We will talk to you tomorrow. WEPM Martinsburg and WCST Berkeley Springs, a WVRC media station. We're proud to live here, too.